Damien Schmidt on the Midday Mix. Uh, we're going to be chatting with Christian Stein uh, about intellectual property. And a, a strong brand gives any business an edge in obviously an increasingly competitive market. Uh, it's a promise to customers to tell clients what they can expect from a business and its products and services. Uh, that brand or trademark is a valuable business asset, and like all assets, should be protected. So we're going to be exploring a bit of that today. Um, online with me in studio. Well, I'm at the OB studio. I have Christian on the line. Uh, Christian, how are you doing today? Hey, good and you, Damien. Very good. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it, man. No, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, no, no, 100%. So, I think a, a great a great place to start is, I suppose, just talking a bit about intellectual property and, and what it includes. Because I think a, a lot of people have heard of the term, but they're not quite sure what it encompasses. Okay, well, intellectual property is actually any group of properties that are created through human intellect. So, it's not a building. It's, it's more... I think the most known, well-known ones are trademarks, copyright, um, patents, but it could also include things like know-how, trade secrets, domains, industrial designs, and industrial designs, and the list can go on. So anything that's been created through, well, ingenuity would ingenuity would fall under would, intellectual would property. Fall under intellectual property. Okay, so it, basically anything kind of involving some form of creativity not necessarily building something but the idea that goes behind it whether it's uh, music or literature or any of those kind of things yes well it it goes yes, beyond well, just it the goes idea beyond it's, just it's the, the actual idea, idea, it's, it's the actual idea put into a tangible put form into a tangible form okay Wow. <laughs> so we've had this uh, minute of the interview and really learning a few things here. Now, what would usually require a trademark? Okay, well, a trademark, I think, okay, well, is the trademark, I base think known IP to any industry. Um, that would be your brand. And that is not only a logo or name, but it can go as far as a color or a sound or a smell even. Anything that distinguishes you from your competitors in trade. So the thing that your clients would identify you by would be able to become a trademark. Become a trademark. Okay, so how, how close... How closely related could these trademarks be? Like, um, is, is there kind of a, a requirement for there has to be a, some sort of difference um, for, for similar products? How, how strict are they on, on likeness um, to, to trademarks? Well, um, if you look at trademark law, so if you, if you go and register and protect your actual trademark, you in essence get a monopoly in that brand within your industry. And that's where similarity comes to play. If if you, as a company, for instance, have a specific name, you monopolize that name as well as anything remotely similar there to. So the moment there's a possibility for the public to become confused between your brand or your company name or your product name and a competitor's name, then there's a conflict and possible infringement. So the moment you have a trademark registration in place, um, you would have, in essence, a monopoly in that brand or anything similar to that brand to stop anybody from being confused with anything similar. So you, in essence, prevent your competitors from getting a similar brand or brand name or product name and use that in trade. 
Okay, so it can kind of prevent them from kind of riding on, on your success or if you've built up um, a following or interesting in your product and then, you know, someone brings out something similar that people may confuse, it's to prevent them from capitalizing on that. Yes, exactly. Yes. It prevents them from riding on your coattails, if I can put it like that. Fantastic. Now, I think a good aspect to explore is maybe the difference between a company name and a trademark. Oh, definitely. Um, a lot of businesses we deal with don't really understand the impact that a trademark would have versus a company name. If you have a company name registered at CIPC, it only means that you have a trade name in which you can trade. It does not give you a monopoly. If anybody has a trademark for the exact same name you use as your company, for instance, they would have grounds to force you to change your company name. So just by having a company name does not mean you have that monopoly a trademark would grant you. So businesses should also consider obtaining trademark rights for their company name to ensure that nobody else can monopolize that name and then they need to change their business which they built. So although a company name is, is an important aspect, the trademark associated with that and the protection of that name through a trademark would be the most important thing. So it's two separate elements, but it can flow together and your trademark extends and strengthens your right in that name that name that's absolutely incredible because i always thought like if you've registered your name that kind of encompasses you know all, all of uh, all of those trademark issues so what you're telling us now is it's important to have both rather protect yourself completely than be kind of half half covered and uh, you know someone's able to step in and uh, win a claim over over you where you thought you were protected at the time no definitely it's it's like insurance for a car. If it's a simple way to put it. You you drive your car and you insure it, not because you're going to ha have an accident, but for in case you've got an accident. And a trademark works in a similar way. It's you protect your trademark, not because somebody's going to infringe it, but for in case somebody tries and infringes it. Ah, uh, so sh if it should happen now, why why should business owners be concerned with the, with the trademark and other intellectual property protections? Well, shortly, it's it's just the only way to or the best way. It's not the only way, but it's the easiest, simplest, and strongest way to enforce your rights and ensure that nobody else can like we stated earlier, ride on your coattails. So if you are a business and you've built your following and your brand and you've put a lot of effort and money into it and now somebody sees, this is a brilliant idea, I'm just going to use this name and everybody thinks they are now you. So they they steal your following in essence. So that's the first th reason somebody should be concerned about trademarks specifically. But a second thing is for people making counterfeit goods, copies of it, for you to be able to say, okay, wait, this is not my product. You are infringing on my trademark because your inferior product would damage my established reputation. So that's the two sides. The one is protecting your brand and ensuring nobody uses it. But a second one is preventing damage to your brand in future by counterfeited fitters or anybody else just using substandard services or substandard products under your name or a similar name to yours. Similar name to yours. 
Now, there may be someone sitting out there listening to this now and thinking, you know, what are the chances of, you know, someone seeing my product and, and knocking it off and, and going to the length to try and capitalize off of, you know, the, the standing that I've created with the community, um, the quality of my product. How often do you guys see this kind of thing happening? <laughs> we actually see it on a daily basis. Um, that's our law firm's main main work, if I can put it like that, is dealing with trademark infringement. And everybody's fair game, it seems. The, the moment you've got an idea, and I, again, it's IP goes beyond just idea, but the moment you've got an idea or concept that somebody else, opportunistic infringers, would see this is of value, they jump on a bandwagon or the brand wagon and then go on and just steal your idea or your concept from under you. And we see that quite often where smaller companies that start out, where they think, ah, no, what's the chance? They are the most vulnerable because your larger corporations who also have massive brands behind them. Um, competitors and infringers are not as likely to go after them because they know those guys have deep pockets and attorneys behind them and in-house legal services behind them where your your small startup companies and smaller businesses are more vulnerable because the assumption is they do not have this enforcement attitude of their brand of their brand Oh, I can I can 100% believe that. So I think where we can leave it today is maybe if you can give us a, a few pointers on how business owners can effectively protect their IP because it might be something that you're hearing now and, and it puts you into a bit of a spin because you don't know where to start. Who do you speak to? What do you need to do? Um, how would you kind of uh, advise people to, to uh, and business owners especially, to effectively protect their intellectual property? Well, firstly, obviously, contact stay in IP. It's, it's what we do and we don't charge you for consultation. We'll look at your IP portfolio, assess it, tell you what's the best way forward and then if you choose to use us to implement um, registrations and protection, then we, we, we walk with you throughout. But a simple way for brand owners to just quickly and effectively protect an aspect of the IP portfolio themselves is to Go onto social media, make sure you register or you you um, re reserve those pages and the names associated with your brand. Even if you don't use them, just block competitors from using them. And then also go onto the internet and get domain names, meaning your, your website addresses that are similar to your products and similar to your, your company name or your brand name and reserve those or park those domains so that nobody else can use that in those domains and redirect it to their websites, for instance. So that that's two easy ways to make sure that, that you protect your brand from the start. And another thing is just make sure that you push your brand out into the public, use it and make sure that people automatically associated you with your brand and your brand is your name, your logo, anything like that so that it's into the public domain and into the public's view constantly so that they are aware this is you. And then if somebody comes and tries and copies it, obviously the public already has this association and they wouldn't be as likely to be confused. But unfortunately, the best way 
and in some instances with IP, the only way to protect it is through formal IP registration. And that is where our firm comes in and assists, well, the public, business owners, creatives, um, anybody that has a brand. And I'm sure you would have noticed now, anybody that deals with the public on some um, form, whether you're a business owner, you're creative, a movie star, anybody that has some dealings with the public under a brand associated with them, and your brand can be your own name as well in some instances, does have a brand and should protect that brand. That brand. Most definitely. Christian, thank you so much for, for coming on and chatting about this. It's uh, been really enlightening um, to, to kind of hear how easy it is for people to kind of step in and, um, you know, take over these great business ideas, these, you know, uh, whether it's music, business, um, literary works, whatever it may be, that people will and, and can step in if you aren't properly protected. So uh, thank you big uh, big time for coming on. Um, if we want to get a bit more information to, to come and chat to you, maybe get that consultation and see um, what you and Stain IP could do for us how do we contact you well all our information is available on our website that's stainip.com or you can follow us on social media um, on facebook and instagram our handle is at stainip or just google stainip you'll see us pop up see us pop up fantastic thanks so much for coming on the show to today and uh, we will be chatting again soon i know this so you stay safe have a great week going forward and we'll chat soon no you too no, you too. Cheers. Thank you very much. Christian Stain from Stain IP. If you'd like to get some more info, go visit the website, stainip.com. They're also available on social media. Nice and easy to remember, at Stain, S-T-A-Y-N-I-P. That is Facebook and Instagram. Or you can just email info at stainip.com. Damien Schmidt on the Midday Mix.